Welcome to the Iron Cannon Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen, and I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts, Tom and William. Today, we're here to talk about Season 2, Episode 5 of The Bad Batch, titled Entombed, which is what I would like to do after done with this episode. Uh, oh, geez. What, I, I think I'm trying to, to go to sleep, but, really? you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm tired. Is that is that not allowed? It's allowed, but really? Entombed? I you mean, know, Tom, you try coming up with a pun that's funny off the bat. Uh, with the word and well, I, I don't I don't know if the, the bar got, is funny. Point. I think the bun is the the par is just a pun. <laughs> the bar is a pun. I can't even talk today. The pun is uh, a bar. I don't. A bar. Yeah. Uh, the cake is a lie. I don't even. I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. I think we need to get to the episode rundown. Yes. William, yes. why don't you do it? You do it tonight. Okay. Well, yeah. Today we're reviewing uh, the Bad Batch season two, episode five, Entombed. It was directed by Nathaniel Villanueva and written by Christopher Yost. Uh, and in this episode, the Bad Batch go on a treasure hunt. So, uh, Genoa, uh, basically leads the Bad Batch on a treasure hunt, uh, for the heart of the mountain. And, uh, it's a, I mean, it's a fun, you know, uh, tre- adventure, uh, vaguely indiana jonesy um mm-hmm. you know it's 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 fun what, what did you guys think i think yeah, i i agree um i agree i enjoyed it I, I more think... than last week's episode i would say but i'd say it, it is kind of in the same vein although i'll say the last like i don't know five to seven minutes had me much more engaged and interested mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we'll get there yes i couldn't agree more um tom yeah, no, I I totally agree. I think with this one, we, we were talking about how let's go outside of the standard, you know, Sid thing, and we know where that's going to end up. Let's try a different genre. This one, I think, actually works, where they did try, like, let's say the Indiana Jones genre within this by going on a treasure hunt. Um, although, didn't they do a treasure hunt a while back when they went into, you know, uh, Dooku's palace? A while back, that was, that was like yeah, three a while weeks back, ago. <laughs> you know, three weeks ago. But now they're on another treasure hunt. So I mean, I'm like, okay, to flashback. But this one actually was was more interesting because at least when they were going through their treasure hunt, they they had to solve naturally. Whenever you go into a situation like this, you have puzzles to solve, which was fascinating to watch how they were able to get in and out of those things. Yeah, I I, I do think like 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 you started to mention there, Tom. At first, when they mentioned, "Oh, we're going to another treasure," I'm like, "Really? Again? Like we just we just did this?" Uh, but at least they acknowledge it, right? At least they acknowledge in the episode that they're doing this. Um, you know, Hunter is even a little skeptical at first, um, and I, I just love how Echo rightly points out, "Like well, the last treasure hunt we just did did not go well." Right. And even at the end, right? They joke about how they're 0 for 2 uh treasure hunting. So I, I appreciated that part at least. And I liked seeing more of the puzzles and the 
clues they have to solve. So that made it entertaining, at least, and, and a bit more fun. Uh, and we get to spend a little more time with Fijinoa rather than the the brief uh, scene at the very beginning of the the season premiere. So that was you know so, that was enjoyable. So my my question for the two of you when it comes to Fijinoa, what do you think of her? Because now we have an episode in which we got to actually see the character, and what what do you think her motivation is because she was associated with Sid when we saw her at the beginning of the season and what she's just what she, she's a treasure hunter right like okay through and through very much this stereotypical like telling stories about the various adventures and things she's been on and you know i i'd call her less interesting than indiana jones mm-hmm. there's a little bit mm-hmm. of like drama maybe missing mm-hmm. uh that i think would have like spiced her character up a little bit a little bit less of the gunslinger um, or whip slinger. I don't know what the mm-hmm. right description is for Indiana Jones, but I thought she was fine, you know? Yeah. Same, same. I, you know, I think she's, she's a perfectly serviceable, um, you know, <clears throat> treasure hunter. I, I not, I mean, we have other treasure hunters we've seen in, in star Wars, uh, previously. Right. And I think she works fine. Uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Would you, would you, why do, do you have a thought, Tom? I just, I just find, I, I find it, I find it fascinating because I, I read the Dr. Afro books and I feel that there's a little bit more to that character than this one. This <laughs> one's a little bit more laid back, you know, and, and it's like, what's, what's the motivation other than I've got all these stories about all these things. And this is a really cool thing, mysterious thing with these coordinates let's go see what it is. You know, it's like, I just, I'm not saying for me, the character is, is flat. It just seems like that the character for me that there's, I don't know. There's like, there's a little bit something missing with this character that I guess with Afra, I, I, I enjoy that character. This one, it's just, to me, she's, she's a little flat. She's there. She's enjoyable to watch. But just there's something missing, and I just can't put, you know, I can't put that finger on it. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's I, fair. I I'll actually say, Tom, I I felt like this episode as a whole was missing something in the same way. Um, yeah, I could never quite place it. Like it was missing, it was missing stakes. I think, or I think it either needed higher stakes, like someone chasing them, you know, mm-hmm. through or racing them to the treasure. Um, right. They needed a, a persistent enemy that was chasing them. We have like the 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 lizard thing that is kind of filling that role for them. But it it shows up for two scenes and doesn't really it doesn't add any pressure. Um right. and the puzzles, you know, never felt like they were that interesting to me. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the first puzzle basic. is you know, right. shine a light and turn some circles until the lights are lined up. And then the next one is put the light, the the compass into the wall and twist it so the lights from the ceiling are <laughs> on the floor. Um, it It's missing a hook to, like, pull you in. Um, I, I don't know that Indiana Jones ever does this either, really. Um, but you never wonder about how the different pieces of this, you know, the compass and the temple fit together. You never mm-hmm. wonder if they're going to be able to get to the the MacGuffin before the bad guy does. 
And so a lot of the episode is just like, oh, they walked they walked into a circle room. Okay. Oh, oh they the floor falls out. Well, I'm glad they got Hunter out of it. Oh, they mm-hmm. can they can rotate the room. That's cool. Okay, they're at the door. Like there, it's missing some some oomph. You know, tell me that the 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 reactor is exploding and we're running out of time or you know whatever it is. Like it it needed. And it needed some some pressure. I don't know. You, I don't know, you know what it, I, I think I think I may have stumbled onto something. You know what it needed? Remember the episode where Omega got that toy and on Sereno and she's sitting there looking through it and looking through it. It's like, oh, this is great. What would have been cool is if she had that toy in her hand. And and that's when it, that's when the adventure started. It's like, where did you get that? Oh, this this you got this where? Do you know what this is? This leads to this over here. Yeah. That's it, I, I that, that is, sure. I think. Yeah. The the other thing I was a little disappointed about, and this is a minor thing, like I don't know that the average viewer would be would care about this necessarily. I really wanted to there to be more connection for whatever this temple is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Scaranal yeah, yeah. and the heart of the mountain. I was like, I, and the first time I didn't hear Scaranal, I was like, ooh, maybe they said like Ricotta. Like that could have been really mm, cool yeah. for tying back into some like old school legends type stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it it wasn't that. That was not what they were doing. I mean, they they do mention that you know it's it's you know thousands of years old before the Republic, like the 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 yep the the. Mysterious machine, right? That that antechamber, basically inside the machine, and they mm-hmm. hint that it's like, oh, it's from the you know the ancients, and there's there's hints that's before the Republic, but uh, yeah, and you're and you're right, the average fan wouldn't care, but I think for us, it would have been really cool to see a bit more and and tie like you don't really understand what that machine was doing or what it even was. Like clearly, it yep. it's what destroyed yeah. the planet. Right. But by far the most interesting part of the episode for me yeah. was trying to understand and figure out what is like what's the machine what is it doing right. like who the goes Horizon zero dawn tall neck you mean? yeah yep yeah exactly <laughs> and I, I had the exact same thought william um it looks like the horizons like the tall necks in the horizon zero dawn video game series it's uh yeah it's 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 100 we'll, percent. we'll send you a picture it's <laughs> thank it's you spot on seriously look, look up look up tall neck in horizon zero dawn all you listeners uh it's it's exactly that uh like um, almost 100 percent. i om I, I, i'm sure it wasn't because they didn't describe it but like i know the lando calrissian adventure novels he encounters like a machine race and i yeah. i wondered if this was maybe a connection to that yeah. um but it was just i that could also have been the hook i think i needed for this episode like i just where what is this ancient civilization why is it important what is it doing and instead i think we're going to be left with a um Big question yeah like okay cool like neat i'm glad we did this and i'm gonna go you know but i don't expect to ever learn any more about it which will be sad yeah i i, I agree it's such a cool like once they the getting into the temple was was entertaining right it's a it's Mm -hmm. a entertaining puzzles they weren't particularly difficult but you know it kind of shows omega's uh you know problem solving ability and she's she's way better than all the other ones even even fee in in many ways 
I will say, William, before you go further, I uh, also laughed pretty hard. At, you know, the group gets separated after the, oh, the ceiling yeah. caves in. And they make a whole big deal of how, you know, uh, you split up. Me, Omega and Hunter and Fee have to get across this chasm. And then two minutes after they get to the end, Wrecker <laughs> and uh, Tech and Echo just like walk around a corner. It's like, oh, we found it. And I'm just like, oh, okay, I guess that wasn't very hard. Like, Oh, that that was hilarious. Uh, for yes, I I agree. Um, so you know that part was entertaining. I guess you know and they have to use the compass to solve a lot of the puzzles. It was great. But to your point, Stephen, as soon as they try to steal the heart of the mountain, it and you know the the the, the building starts to all of a sudden shake and everything starts to collapse and then things light up and all of a sudden this giant machine lifts itself out of the ground. That's what it got really interesting. I wish we'd had more explanation and, you know, but the fact that it's like emitting this massive surge of energy, destroying the countryside was, was cool. A little convenient that headed straight for their ship. I don't know if there was like, had some sort of sensor to find the it, it, marauder. It just so happened to have landed in the wrong spot. Put it that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was, uh, it was the, the wrong spot at the wrong time, but you know, it was, it was cool. It, I think my when I first watched it, I was a little frustrated by not only is it another treasure hunt, but there's another uh, shorter, but another another instance of Omega and Fee, and in this case, trying to wrestle with. Oh my gosh, we have to put this back. We have we lose the treasure again. Oh, I don't. I want to keep the treasure though. You know, like that whole thing, mm-hmm. uh, yep. which I felt like they just did three episodes right. ago. Uh, in addition to just having a treasure hunt in general, but the the scene where you have that giant creature or the machine moving around was just it was cool enough that I was willing to forgive um some of that kind of that kind of stuff. You know, and they have to put it back in the in the machine to shut it back down. Okay. Hang on. William. Go ahead. Blow your mind. So and maybe I just missed missed this. So they they take the 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 heart of the mountain. Yeah. The machine wakes up, it starts marching, destroying. They put the heart of the mountain back in. And not only is the machine shut down, but it, it actually explodes. seems to like explode. Yeah. <laughs> Why did they not just take the heart of the mountain again? Did I miss the heart of the mountain like getting destroyed by this? Uh, that's a good it question. Must have. It yeah. must have, right? Uh, are we sure? <laughs> I didn't see it. Now so... I want to go back and rewatch. Do we have to? Okay. I, no, I, I, well, wait a minute. That's how you really no, feel, Tom. I, okay, no, wait. You know what this, you know, this is the one thing when I watched this episode that just kept running through my head. When you're talking about the heart of the mountain, don't ask me why, but it just kept reminding me of Moana with the heart of Tefiti. Yeah. And I'm yeah. Got, like, yes. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm sitting there just like, and I'm watching this going, this is Star Wars. And you're talking heart of the mountain and you put in the thingy and it lights up. Wait a minute. I watched Moana. Didn't she take the heart of Tefiti, put it in, 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 and then all of a sudden, boom, it lit up. I'm watching this just going, the parallels are just too close. Although there was no big giant monster wreaking havoc all over the place in Moana. But I, it's like, I, I just, I don't know. I, now that it, now that we're talking this through, maybe that's the one thing about the episode that really I, I'm watching it just going, it bothered me. And probably the same thing when it comes to, you know, the, the treasure hunter, the same way. It's just, 
I, I had to say that. I'm sorry. I just yeah. I had to. Yeah, That's I, totally reasonable in my mind. I also I have to say I also appreciate going back to that that scene where they kind of bump into each other after being separated. I also found it humorous that you know they're they're looking at this giant door. They're like, how are we going to open this up? We don't have the compass anymore. What's the puzzle we have to solve? And it just it just opens right up. <laughs> and he's like, sometimes the door is just a door. <laughs> they just walk right in, uh, which was I, I I did I did enjoy that part. You know, not not everything oh, yeah. has to be a puzzle. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else to talk about this episode? I mean, it's, honestly, it's pretty I, straightforward. Straightforward, I, done. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I also enjoyed seeing Hunter uh, constantly get annoyed with Fee talking about all of her old exploits. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it was a fine episode. But Tom, what would you? If you had to give it a rating, what would you give it? If I had to give it a rating, this is the rating. I'm going to give it a six. It had its moments, but this is probably the one episode out of all of them. I will not go running back to watch again because like I mentioned, and I'm not going to say it again. I just had this running reminder in the back of my head that part of the story sounds vaguely familiar other than the giant robot being awakened from, you know, centuries of sleep to go destroying things. Are you sure? I thought that was in Moana, Tom. You know what? That was in Moana. I'm it's pretty sure the giant killer but, robot was 100% in Moana. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I, I, no, no, no. It wasn't the robot. It wasn't the robot. It was the lava monster. Uh, that was okay. destroying everything. That's right. Anyway, so to, to get back on track, because we're, we're talking Star Wars, I'm giving this episode a six. My six, six Womp Rats, they were running around in front of this mechanical monster trying to get its attention. So they would, it would not shoot the bad batch's ship but they kept going in the wrong direction leading it to the bad batch's ship so you got to blame the womp rats for the direction the robot was going there you go okay fair enough yeah steven um i'll get excuse me i'll give this a six and a half um i enjoyed it um i i even though i'm rating this higher than the previous episode we reviewed last week i have to say i think i i enjoyed this one more on the first watch i think the previous one is more rewatchable um a lot of the things that carried me through this episode is hey it's actually a little bit longer i think than you know Mm -hmm. the average bad batch episode and i kept expecting i think more out of the end um which maybe or sorry more out of the journey and so I was, I was on, I don't want to say the edge of my seat, but I kept expecting there to be more oomph because the it's an Indiana Jones story. Of course there's more oomph. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, the biggest thing is I, I actually really did enjoy the, the long neck machine and I, it just gives me lots of questions. Is what is this and why is it here? And, um, all of those kinds of questions. Um, I would love to see more of that kind of detail. Um, I, I don't think we will. Um, I suspect this is a one and done and that will make me sad, but so be it. You know, there's, there's not a lot you can do about that, unfortunately. So yeah, six and a half out of 10. Um, and my, my Womp Rats, they actually were the original settlers on this planet millennia ago before the Republic, a Womp Rat civilization that stretched across the galaxy, um, great machines and works. Uh, and you know, where the, the 
fallout and why they've disappeared has been lost the time, um, hopefully to be told someday in the future. William, you're up. Hey, well, you know, I I thought this was a I liked this episode a lot more than last week. It's funny, actually, I was opposite of you, Stephen, when I watched it the first time. I guess I was I wasn't I, I was hard to rank them the first time I watched them, but when I rewatched them, I actually enjoyed this episode more than the previous one. Interesting, um, just because it's a little bit more focused, a little more of a, uh, a an adventure. Um, which I appreciated, and again, I think the the scene at the end was uh, was was fun. I wish we'd gotten more with them, like like you. I don't think we ever will. Um, but you know, it is what it is. It's still an enjoyable treasure hunt. Uh, also, poor Mel, the droid, quickly destroyed, uh, almost almost off screen. So you, he's he just gets destroyed on screen, but it's blinking, you miss it. Um, but poor, poor little guy, at least, at least she has a backup, but, um, I think overall I'm going to give it 6.75 Womp Rats out of 10. We're really doing the, the fractions today. Um, but, uh, and, and last week, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it 6.75 Womp Rats out of 10 enjoyable. I would love to see more. I kind of doubt we will. Um, but yeah, and, and my six and 6.75 Womp Rats are actually fending off that weird creature that chased them a little bit during the, t- in the tunnels. And then at the very end, while they're trying to put the heart of the mountain back into, into place, we never really got an answer as to what that creature was or why mm-hmm. it was attacking, but Hey, it's, it's there. So yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much it for, for this week. It's a little bit faster episode than usual, but we've got some, exciting stuff coming up next week we have the bad batch season two episode six titled tribe uh so stay tuned for that i think i think you guys are gonna like this one this is a this is a fun episode uh and uh it only gets better from here there's uh Mm -hmm. some we'll get some i feel like we're in a little bit of a lull in the season and it starts getting a lot better so Stay tuned for that. Well, I guess that's all for this week. And we'll be back with our review of Tribe next week. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to the Ion Cannon Podcast, your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away. For over a decade, Ion Cannon has covered every corner of the saga, from the films and animated series like The Clone Wars and Rebels, to books, comics, games, and more. If you like what you hear, please rate us in your favorite podcast client. Your review will help this show grow within the Star Wars community. We can be found at our website, ioncanoncast.com, and you can follow us through Facebook and Twitter. To email us, you can do so at contact at ioncanoncast.com. The Ion Cannon Podcast is not associated with Lucasfilm, The Walt Disney Company, or any and all of their respective trademarks or copyright holders. Any opinion expressed on the show are that of the hosts. This podcast is a production by fans, for fans, and is copyright 2018.